I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, August the 26th, and what a great day to uh, be able to serve the Lord, and what a great day it is to be a Christian. We had a good service last night here at Victory Baptist Church, and it was exciting to see all of our teens in their ministry and see all of our children in our master clubs, and we had a good time in the auditorium. We had our prayer meeting, Bible study, and uh, it was a blessing to get to be with God's people. I will say this. Last night after church, I could not believe how hot it was, even at, I guess I walked outside about 8.30 or something like that. But uh, today, I looked at the weather right before we started the broadcast, and uh, I'm curious from where you're listening. I know we've got folks listening from other places, but I'm curious where you're at. How is the temperature today? I'll speak for Roanoke Rapids. It is right now. 88 degrees, and it feels like 100. And this is the end of August, folks. I'm telling you, we didn't realize it, but God really blessed us with a, uh, a good summer. Uh, I still think back about the month of June. You remember the month of June where we were under the tent? And praise God, it was perfect. Revival services, Sunday morning, Sunday night, great time. And uh, it's been a little warm, but I talked to somebody the other day, and they said, you just wait. Uh, you know, a couple months, we'll all be talking about how cold it is. But uh, I do, I love, I love the summertime. I love all that's going on. I love the fall and uh, that time of year. I love the winter. I love it all. And uh, I thank the Lord. It beats the alternative, right? Uh, God has uh, given us this day and uh, has given us opportunity to serve Him. We welcome those of you that are uh, listening on the radio and those of you that are watching on Facebook, those on the podcast. Uh, those on the radio app and those on YouTube. I want to say today a happy birthday uh, to Miss Ronna Graham. Uh, happy birthday to Mike Sewell and happy birthday to Shannon Walker. I hope you folks have a great day today. And then a happy anniversary today to Randy and Pam Lee. I hope you folks have a wonderful day and uh, may God bless you. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Let's be in prayer for our school. Uh, our, pray for our radio ministry. Pray for uh, all of the uh, different ministries. I think about our bus ministry and children's ministries and all that. I uh, pray today for our shut-ins and pray for those who are in the hospital, those that are recovering from surgeries and pray for uh, God's strength for them. Let's pray for our missionaries today. And then let's continue to pray for the folks in Afghanistan. Pray for uh, God to do a work. Pray that people would come to know Christ as Savior, uh, even in, in the midst of all that they are going through there. Here's a great old, I say it's an old song. I remember hearing it growing up, and I've always loved it. We used to sing it in our uh, youth group, and we'd sing it some at our teen camps and things. But uh, the name of this song is Learning to Lean. I hope you enjoy the song, and I hope all of us will learn every day uh, to lean on Jesus. Hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll be in our Bibles in Proverbs 15.
I hope you enjoyed that song. That's a great song, great message in that song. Finding more power than I'd ever dreamed. I'm learning to lean on Jesus. Well, we got a couple reports back here, and I was looking at a few uh, during the break, but uh, Miss uh, Judy uh, down in Georgia, you're, you're telling us it's 81 degrees, and it feels like 85. I cannot believe it. You're cooler down there in Georgia than we are here uh, but God bless you. I hope you enjoy that. That almost sounds chilly to think of it being down in the 80s. 
Uh, but I hope you survive. And then uh, Mrs. Uh, Bybee, Brother Dan's mom, uh, you're saying it is 88 degrees in the Quad Cities in Illinois. I can't believe it's that hot there as well. I, I feel bad now about complaining. Hey, uh, the Midwest is getting the heat wave as well. I looked up California. Uh, Mrs. Reyes, that's a Miss Grace's mom. I can see uh, on uh, Facebook that you're tuned in and we appreciate you. But uh, we're going to take up we're going to take up a collection today, and we're going to send winter coats to the folks in Santa Clara, California. It is right now, and I know it's earlier in the morning. There, it's nine o'clock in the morning. It is sixty-one degrees. Um, uh, are the is there snow on the ground, or how, what is? How does that work? Sixty-one. Uh, it's been a while since we had sixty-one degrees, but uh, praise the Lord! This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And you know what's so funny is here, I'm sitting in an air-conditioned room talking about how hot it is, you know. Uh, that's, uh, that's crazy, but I thank the Lord for all of you tuning in today. In your Bibles, Proverbs 15, we have seen in this chapter so far the answer that we ought to have in verse 1, a soft answer turneth away wrath. We saw in verse 3 the awareness, the fact that God knows, God sees, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. I'm glad that God not only sees the bad, I'm glad He sees the good. And I'm glad that He sees when you, you're faithful, He sees when you do what's right, He sees the things that you do that are right, that people turn around and use against you. And you say, wait a second, I was trying to do something right. I was trying to do something that was good. And God knows all about that. God sees all of that. And guess what? God has a way of settling the score. And it may not all get settled down here, but someday uh, it'll all be okay. Uh, God's in control. I talked about it last night. As the, the king's heart is in the hand of the Lord, as the rivers of water, God turneth it whithersoever he will. God is in control. And just learn to trust him. And I say that to you, but I think I'm saying that more to me. We just got to learn to trust God. Let him take care of it. And uh, don't, uh, don't make a mess of things because we take matters into our own hands. And then we saw yesterday the abomination. The abomination, we said, is when uh, people who are wicked, they offer offerings to God, but God knows their heart. And we said this, that God is more interested in who we are and what we are than in what we give. Um, you're, you may fool a pastor and you may fool a, a friend or a neighbor or a, a co-worker, uh, but, but we don't fool God. God knows our heart. May our hearts be right with God. Today I'd like for you to notice in Proverbs 15, verse number 8, I want you to see the word we're going to use is the word asking. Um, the Bible tells us that we have not because we ask not. Dr. John R. Rice, you may have heard that name before, but he was the uh, founder of the Sword of the Lord, a Christian magazine, Christian uh, newspaper that still to this day is in existence. And John R. Rice, great pastor, uh, not a great pastor, he did not pastor, but he uh, was an evangelist, he was a great preacher, uh, wrote many books, but he wrote a book on the subject of prayer. And the title of the book, I've got it in my office, I've read it several times, and it's very, just very practical, very good. But he says this, uh, uh, prayer, asking and receiving. And what he says in that book, what he teaches is straight from the Bible, that prayer is asking and the answer to prayer is receiving. 
Now, don't, don't, please don't misunderstand me. There are times where we pray and we talk to God and we don't ask for anything, but we praise Him and we ought to praise Him. There's times where we worship Him. Uh, there's times where we glorify and magnify His name. And there's times where we just, we cast our care upon Him. We just, just pour out our heart before God. But true prayer uh, involves us asking God. I'm not talking about asking God for a new house or a new car or a new boat or whatever, things that we don't maybe need. But I'm talking about but literally asking God specifically for something that we need in our lives. Notice verse 8, the prayer of the upright is his delight. Verse number 29 of Proverbs 15, the Bible says that God heareth the prayer of the righteous. Did you know that you don't bother God when you pray? As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. God delights in our prayers. God wants us to pray. He wants us to come to Him. We need to pray. I'm thankful there's no time limit. Uh, I'm glad there are not just certain hours that God will hear prayers. I'm glad that He is available uh, 24-7. I'm glad that there is no uh, maximum number of requests we can bring. Uh, on Wednesdays here in our church, we have a, a prayer sheet. I'll pull it out and show you. Most of you know what it looks like. But we have a prayer sheet uh, that looks like this. And we've got requests on the front. And we've got uh, requests on the inside pages there. And uh, there are times where sometimes that font has to get smaller. Or there's times where we have to uh, go on to the next page. And, and, and there, are only, there are only so many prayer requests we can put on this request. Now, we'll figure out another way. And we've got our prayer group and our prayer line that we have for our church family. But I want to tell you, God's not limited uh, by a prayer bulletin. God's not limited by a certain number of slots for the request. God wants us to pray. The Bible says the prayer of the upright is his delight. Well, why would it say the prayer of the upright? Because our sin hinders prayer. Uh, unconfessed sin in our lives, they keep our prayers from being answered. It puts a a wedge. It puts a, a barrier between us and God. The psalmist David wrote and said, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. That's why it's so important when we pray that we come to God and our hearts are clean, our hearts are right, and uh, we don't have any sin that is harbored or any unconfessed sin in our life that would keep us from having answers to prayer. Number four, the word here is asking. Number five, I want you to see quickly, the word is admonition. It says in verse number 10, correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Notice verse number 12, a scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. Well, why doesn't the scorner go to a wise person? Scorner doesn't want to hear what the wise person has to say. And so we see admonition or, or correction. Um, verse number 31, the Bible says this, The ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. A preacher, a man of God, is commanded to reprove, rebuke, and exhort. Can I tell you, if you have a pastor, you have a preacher, that will preach against sin, that will preach the Bible, that will not uh, uh, water it down. He won't try to, you know, make it sound good. He'll just tell it to you straight. You ought to thank God for that because we need that in our life. We need admonition. Uh, we need some 
correction. We need some reproof. The word admonition, it literally means a gentle reproof or a counseling against a fault. The scripture, the word of God is given for the purpose of doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. We need the admonition. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, the Bible says, Now all these things, talking about the things that happened to the children of Israel in the wilderness, all these things happened unto them for ensamples, and they are written for our admonition. Well, what happened in the wilderness? God's people started complaining. They started murmuring. Uh, they started criticizing. Uh, they started doubting God. They, obviously, you know, they got into some other sins, like they got into idolatry and worshiping uh, idols. Um, they became uh, ungodly. Uh, they tempted God in the wilderness. They did all these things. And 1 Corinthians says these things were all written. These are examples. And they were written for our admonition. Now, I hope that we will learn from our own mistakes but I hope also we'll learn from the mistakes of others. When you see somebody else that goes a certain way and you see what happens to them, that ought to be a warning to you to say, I don't want to experience that myself. I want to receive correction. I want to receive the reproof and receive the admonition, and I want to get things right. I hope you'll have a great day today, and let's live on the winning side. Uh, let's pray. Let's talk to God. Let's ask God for some specific things. And let's see God answer those prayers. And then uh, when we are admonished, when we are reproved, uh, let's take that reproof and let's make the changes necessary that we might be all that God wants us to be. Hope you have a great day. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.